one of my favorite things about since we've started this show was that we get to you know there's certain people that uh will come to us that'll that'll say like oh you know hey i, I kind of i'm coming with you guys on the COVID stuff um then they'll find out maybe other things that they've been kind of lied to about or at least not told the full story about um and uh i'm not saying that she learned this from us but it was very good to see on um the timeline our one of our favorite guests uh alex gutentag finding out about uh fluoride and water uh, the other day i mean that was one of my favorite things because you can tell that's when you like are in the deep end and nobody's there to save you <laughs> when you find out like you're like oh the water's all bad yeah you know like like actually it all sucks <laughs> the air's not great either and like it's kind of like that helpless moment but when all of us have already been through that it's kind of like yeah no nah, come on one of us the homer simpson gif where he's like patting on the couch like come on yeah from the five to the six we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip i need food for the kids money for the rent fuck a lockdown baby i can't do that shit and i don't never vote because i'm fucking broke and either way i know the police ain't gonna leave me alone on a plane by the visit glenn rock need crypto told me i should bring the glock with me so i packed up my piece and i'm sliding because we might get caught up in a riot middle finger trump middle finger biden fuck a left fuck a right is you riding oh you love to see it dudes rocking ain't no politics baby we just talking from the birds to the bricks we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip who you with so that was one of my favorites was Alex just being like, because there was a story of the guy. I don't remember what the town was. I don't even have the story in front of me where he's like, actually, you know, I think I've just been he's been secretly lowering the fluoride amount in the in the company water. I was you know, so sick in the, in the, in the uh, public <laughs> water supply, like just just like skimming off the top. Like it was like a Ponzi scheme, like, you know, and and skimming off the top. And uh, guess what? The kids all have teeth in this town still, by the way. Imagine that. <laughs> You know, like they, the kids did not lose all their teeth in the town um, and people it was reported in this like really unhinged like NPR way where it was like this crime against humanity. Yeah. Like this guy's just like he can't keep getting away with this. Like, yeah. And so uh, Alex, walk me through that. Like, what were your thoughts before uh, um, before on like floor? Did you even think about it at all? Or was it like, oh, that's. Too yeah, crazy. I had found something down some rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. That led me to the conclusion that something was wrong with the story I had been told about fluoride in the water, which was that it was the only thing that would save us from rampant tooth decay. <laughs> but once I found out then that other similar countries had uh resolve the tooth decay issue without putting fluoride directly in the water exactly. system um it made me <laughs> it made me <laughs> ask some questions i mean i just don't like that it's something where if you question the fluoride in the water that you're considered insane it's like one of the crazy markers of crazy oh, if yeah. you talk about that but it's the it's a completely uh, it should be a completely open discussion. I literally and the doc- never have to go to the dentist ever again if, I, if the, the water is that good. Why do I have to go? Why would I? Why is it important that I brush my I'm, teeth? I mean, and then I there's plenty of doctors who have, and probably not doctors, but researchers, sorry, scientists mm-hmm. who have looked into it, who have looked into potentially negative effects, 
who have suffered the consequences, like anything that happens with scientists that go against the grain. Mm-hmm. Um, but it shouldn't be the case, in my opinion, that everyone is given a medical uh, substance yeah. <laughs> involuntarily. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you can pretty much that's kind of an evergreen take, actually, to be honest. Is yeah, that just informed consent. It's good. If, yeah. you, if you if you if you actually know what you're taking, what the side effects are, what the long term effects are, and if you can opt out. Right. Like, I think. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Like, can I opt out? Can I just get the no? Can I just get the I'll, can I get the regular water? Actually, you know, can you like if you were if you were that person and people are first off, who how do you at? So I want to know. Uh, if anybody knows this, anybody that could could DM me about this, because I'd like to know how you add fluoride to water. Like, what's the process? You know, well, like the guy who resigned from his job, he said that um, he he one of the reasons why he was lowering it was because I think there's something like three different additives they put in, and yeah. one is from China, and mm. he wasn't confident that it had been well tested before yeah. they were putting it in and that was one of his reasons for lowering it yeah um and then in the npr article it just said oh don't worry the u.s government says it's well tested well and also like the problem with the and i'm not a, i'm not a china guy i'm not one of those guys i'm not like oh just hating on china i'm not i'm not one of those guys <laughs> um far from it However, whenever I see that, I just roll my eyes. I'm like, cool, Bill Gates' new fluoride coming out soon. Like, the good fluoride's coming yeah. out from Bill Gates soon. Thanks. Wonderful. Like, a new, like, just in the same way Paxlovid came out instead of, you know, like, other COVID treatment. You know, just in these ways where, like, it's like, actually, we've identified the problem. It's the Chinese fluoride. Exactly. You know, yeah. like, regular fluoride, it's wonderful. We just can't, you know, we just have been, uh, we need to be more localized, localized with our fluoride. Like, that's where I, because I, I was always wondering, I'm like, why is NPR even not, why are they running this? Like, because it, like, you know, even to the average, like, normie who reads NPR, it still sounds weird. Like, why are you so mad at this guy? Like, it's not like, obviously, there's no negative effect on the town, you know? Like, well, the, the negative effect was that um, people, what that the dentists didn't know that they had to supplement extra fluoride when people <laughs> went in with <laughs> because they were assuming that there was a certain amount of fluoride in the water. What somebody think of the damn dentist? <laughs> That's the well, thing is like if you want to with... do fluoride, just put it on your own teeth. Like it's all it's in all the toothpaste, all the normie ass tooth. You the, know, the, the dentist like, doing the Trump like Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. Like hold on, hold on. It's what you you're telling me for the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah. the article opened with it opened with someone saying. um a mom saying that her kid had cavities and she said well he eats a ton of candy so that's probably why but (laughs) the dentist didn't know to give him extra fluoride because it's just got chocolate oreos caked in his teeth he's like my son (laughs) yeah he used to be able to drink one he used to be able to drink one glass of water and it would all be you know yeah but i mean i i think it's like you said, it should just be voluntary because it's so easy to make it voluntary. Yeah, we should have a control group. Uh, yeah, again, it's we already do. It's called work. like, yeah, there's cities and countries that don't do it. They right, 100%. Groups. Exactly. Yeah, the, but in yeah. the same city, in the same city, we should yeah, have it. Like in the same city where you're just like, oh, I live next door to this guy. He's 
it's like you know he's got direct tv and i have comcast like it should be something <laughs> like that like where you're like okay this guy's you know i do the experiment like i'm if we're gonna do medical experience on people let me just be the control group every time yeah truly that's how i am like unless you want to like give me more nfl games on sunday then i'll do that the guy or something like but <laughs> that there's these uh um but now uh alex has been just writing just constantly and your latest is it i don't know if it's still your latest because we we scheduled this a couple of weeks ago yeah um, it's your latest, still the latest. With, uh, okay with uh and this was in tablet right now big news came out guys big news came out the vaccine doesn't stop transmission <laughs> so what? yeah again telling me for the first time it's uh um insane now you you wrote about this and what's good about having you uh out there writing is that you're like uh duh guys uh we've been shouting this from the rooftops they were banning people for saying this and uh um going crazy but uh now you've you've been with us and 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 many others uh unfortunately not not as much as we'd like but uh, basically saying like yeah this has never been the case this is there's never was never evidence that it did um it's how frustrating is it to just have to be writing this right now um i mean it's good that it's accepted right information now that it's um mainstreamed but it's frustrating in that it, the exact same time or around the exact same time last year it was very difficult to say that. <laughs> um, and there was a lot more resistance, even though we're basically working with almost all the same data. But uh, in terms of studies, I think the difference was people's like direct personal experience where they all got vaccinated and then they got COVID anyway. So they know it doesn't stop infection or transmission. But a year ago, in terms of... Um, studies and stuff this was already shown and it was in the eua documents for pfizer and moderna that it didn't stop transmission or that they hadn't tested it and it was completely unknown and it was actually unlikely that it would stop transmission so it should have been common knowledge a year ago or a year and a half ago uh when did the vaccine rollout start i want to say november 2020 I, I think it was it, it was approved in December 2020, so it would okay. have been or, um 2021. Yeah, that was when that, I, think, they, I think I think that was frontline workers. I like the nurses got it like right then, probably. Yeah, right? so yeah, I okay. think teachers. It was like April 2021 that it was maybe it was March 2021. So probably for by May 2021, I think was when everybody anybody could get it. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember when my mom said, uh, sorry, but my mom was saying, uh, I remember like, she didn't really like know what my take on it was like, I, I'd, I'd kind of, you know, never really like come up on it. Like, cause I, you know, we'd whatever, I'd play the game along with her. Like she wanted to be scared of it and, you know, uh, say that the fascist anti-mass stuff, but we, we were talking <laughs> and, you know, she, I, I, well, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Can we change the subject? You know, just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so I remember one time, like, she knew like I've like hadn't got it and didn't have plans to. And when it was starting to get like rolled out to my age group, my mom, obviously older than me, like was able to get it like uh, earlier because for her age group. And she's like, hey, so like, um, did you want the same like app that I used to like schedule an appointment? Like I could show you the app. 
<laughs> and I was just like looking at my schedule. Ooh, my schedule is just <laughs> it is yeah. jam. No time for apps. Least, I don't yeah. see any time to where I can even <laughs> go into that tent and get that shot. Like, ooh, man, I just you know, and and I was just I I just was like I manned up. I was just like I'm not getting it, so just stop. You know, like just yeah. I just straight up. You have to be that way. Like you just have to like tell the people like I'm not getting it. And like yeah. I just saw. So I was like I was like I just did the whole like which honestly it's true. Like I was like. I'm just waiting, you know, to see, you know, kind of I was doing that, which I'm I'm still never getting it, even if it worked perfectly. I was like, I'm just not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was the thing. It never even mattered to me, if, even if it did stop transmission. And that was readily available to us, like the whole like, oh, it actually does. Here's all the data. I'd be like, cool. Enjoy, guys. You know, that's how I was. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I, for real. Love, love that for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, don't give it to your kids, though. You know, like, I'd be like, you know, I love that for you. <laughs> But I just remember it's taking me back to that time, like it, how the whole like stuff we've known now and people that will maybe kind of become the opposition now to this where they're shouting it from the rooftops because it's allowed now. That's where I get frustrated, you know, like it's just like, OK, man, like I'm not saying like you these people like they push you into the you they treat people like like Alex and other people like the, you know, uh, Dr. Robert Malone. I, I don't know. I, I some everybody has their favorites, right? The people that that were the opposition to COVID, where it's the penguin that you push into the water to see if they're sharks, right? <laughs> like it's kind of like, okay, can we swim now? You know. But then it's like, yeah, you know, there's okay, but we, you got somebody has to be that one that jumps in, and it's like I just hate it. I hate it every time, you know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean. I think that like it it just should have been um clearly communicated to people when they lined up to get the vaccine exactly what they thought it would accomplish and what they knew it would not accomplish. I mean at the very least what they thought it would accomplish it didn't accomplish but at the very least they should have said it will not accomplish this thing we know it will not accomplish. Yeah. And so I, it's beyond like the mandates. Everybody who lined up voluntarily, I think, was also coerced and mm -hmm. misinformed. Not everyone, but most, basically. It was basically sold as like your ticket freedom. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, like, uh, you know, like I remember, like in class, like you'd have to, like, okay, like as soon as you finish this assignment, like that's when you can go. Like it's the last day of school. You know? Like, well, they like, said it would protect others. I mean, a lot yeah, of people weren't worried for themselves, but they right. wanted to. Yeah, I got to go see my grandma. Others. My the nursing home is finally yeah. going to let me in. Yeah. Right. Like I had a grandmother that was gonna pass away. Like, and she did. I did not get to. I was a magically able the month before to go see her. And then all of a sudden, when once everybody was able to get it, like, so it's weird. I was allowed to go in there unvaccinated. And then all of a sudden, once everybody had the chance to go get the vaccine, then they put the mandate in the nursing home. So then all of a sudden, I became this, like, biohazard over yeah. over a month. And then I had to just call her on the phone, you know, just kind of like, hey, how's, how's it going? You know, like, and and um, the same was to go with the hospitals. And uh I just I, I don't I think a lot of people are always just like even now when they they want to like get mad about this now like we were lied to but it's like they don't they they also equally hate the person that was like right at the time too you ever notice that like where they're kind of like okay but yeah whatever you know like you didn't know that you were just you were just guessing like the Scott Adams Scott thing. Adams yeah everybody I mean you know that, it's well, not, that's that not every that's one person that, yeah. it's been like this the whole time it's never like oh you were right. 
I should have listened to you. It's always just yeah. I'll listen for further dates now that yeah. you like, yeah. <laughs> that you magically knew this thing, or basically you knew it for the wrong reason, or yeah. you went too. That was just far. your ideology. You just you you just kind of you know you always would be on that side no matter what. You know, it's just like yeah, so what? And it's always right. That's the thing. Oh. Yeah, for me, <laughs> the school like for me, the school stuff is more painful than the vaccine oh. stuff because, um. That has been it, like it, imagine if in the New York Times they were like massive vaccine fraud, <laughs> and you were just like, going insane. It's almost that level with school closures, mm. where the New York Times, which really assisted in the fear mongering about opening schools, now publishes stuff like, "Wow, these kids are doing horrible." <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. So that one's the one that gets to me about um, things we knew, basically. But the vaccine stuff is annoying as well. Yeah, that was always my, the vaccine was always my number one thing. I remember even like when I still kind of thought the virus was crazy, like back in probably, I'm guessing what, like, sorry, like April, maybe, or like, yeah. or, or like April of 2020. I remember like thinking, like, well, this, you know, I don't know. I don't want to like just get this thing. Like, I, even if it is made in a lab and all that, which they admit now, by the way, that was like today. They were like, hey, it's actually from a lab. You guys know that? Like, it's possible. <laughs> and another thing that was like origin was very censored. And, but the, the, you know, the, the vaccine thing, I just remember like we kind of both, we, we kind of both were just like, hey, we're like not getting this. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to nah. beat this somehow. Like, or, or, um, you know, whatever. It's, it's very much like, and it, it's true. Like, people that'll say, like, well, that's just your ideology. It's like, yeah, but that's why I'm going to be right on almost all the count because it's a moral thing. It's not, you don't just wait for, you know, you don't just wait for someone to tell you the right thing. You don't just wait for uh, this thing. It's like you kind of have to, like, make a decision on the fly. And when you look around and you're like, oh, actually, we've tried to vaccinate against all these coronaviruses. Because guess what? COVID-19. There's been other ones besides that. It's not, you know, it's not COVID-1. And, um, there, you know, there's been all sorts of other coronaviruses. We've never been able to successfully vaccinate against them for, for a number of reasons, right? Because one, I just think the product sucks. But two, you have the animal vectors that just will always create pathways for that virus to never be stopped in its tracks. And also, it's just like, you know, I there was always treatment available. So even if I didn't want that, the treatment, which we then had trouble, you know, had, had trouble getting that was never available. So it was kind of like this thing where it's like, here's your, here's your one ticket out. Here's your way to stop transmitting. Here's your way to not kill your family. Here's all this stuff. This is, this is, this is how you do it. Uh, Walensky goes on TV and says, actually, it stops with you. The virus stops with you. She said it. It's a quote. I remember when it happened and guess what? None of it's true. Like none of it's true. And, and also it's not even just a placebo shot that I wish it was. I truly wish it was. I truly wish it was a failed placebo shot. It's not. It actually uh, can be very, very harmful. So it's just, ah, man, it killed yeah. me. Well, I think that it, the interesting thing about all this is this was all a premeditated plan for the last several decades. And I, I don't mean like releasing COVID or whatever. I mean, hyping up the language and the rhetoric around vaccines to apply to any situation where it clearly doesn't, where people are psyoped into to believe that oh yeah it's a quote-unquote vaccine it it stops the virus you know or something like that right and 
it's yeah so they, they've been doing this whole pr campaign for this shit for like 20 plus years you know and it's it it worked you know it's like people are like oh yeah that's just what a vaccine does you know it's mm-hmm. just kind of a like an idea that we have and obviously you know people like we who like like read the Suzanne Humphrey's book or whatever, you know, it's, it's kind of like, we already know this shit, but for the, there are a lot of true believers out there that legit believe that vaccines do these things, especially the COVID vaccine, you know, which is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That that's like their favorite one too. Like, you notice like, it's no. like, cool. like, it's like, I like, I even like, could I, I feel like I get, I don't like the MMR, but it's like, if that's your favorite one, all right, fine. You know, whatever, like, yeah. like get it then. But like, um, you know, if that's like your favorite one, like the COVID one, like what what are you basing this off of? Especially because in 2021, like more people died. That's the thing. <laughs> and they always say, oh, well, that's because we loosened up restrictions. It's like, well, shouldn't you have been able to because the vaccine worked? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just don't have a real answer to that. Why? It's more literally like, like, like a Pink Panther movie. It's like just like these all of these like really like sharp detective people with like the dumbest things coming out of their mouth. And it's like, oh it's it's terrible and the um now i mean what's been happening lately is and I, i'd like to get into the entire media coverage of this um and before we even talked about the movie and everything but the 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 media coverage of the child vaccination schedule now so alex set the record straight what the hell is going on with the child vaccination schedule okay, well, I, the that? cdc had um asip met to basically do two things first was to add the covid vaccine to a program called vaccines for children which is something that allows the federal government to pay for these vaccines for low-income kids um permanently it's a permanent Mm -hmm. program so that was something they voted on. And then the next day they voted to add the COVID vaccine to the childhood schedule. And they actually added it for six months and up. So they added it emergency use authorization, not um, just for the 12 and up, which is approved, you know, officially authorized by the FDA, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So um they did add it to the schedule, but there was so much that went wrong with the conversation about this because it was something when they added to the schedule, it enables mandates for after school programs and for public schools in some states. And it's still at the discretion of the state, but basically by putting it on the schedule, it makes it a lot easier to mandate and it has huge implications for colleges and private schools, summer camps, um, in continuing their mandates. But on Tucker Carlson, he stated that it was going to be basically automatic public school mandate for all. And that wasn't true. So then they got to fact check it and say, actually, the CDC doesn't set the schedule, blah, 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 not addressing the real problem, which is that they don't set the schedule, but they influence the schedule. And this is a very nefarious decision to be making with the kind of influence they have. So it just set up the stupid fact check about it. Um, and mm. also, on when they voted vaccines the for the vaccines for children decision to provide the vaccines for free for low-income kids, um, then everyone saw that who wasn't paying attention to the whole meeting and was like, okay, they have... 
um, put it on the schedule now and they hadn't put it on the schedule. So it just created so much, I don't know. Um, I don't want to use the word misinformation because that's yeah. such a tainted word, but there was just issues with <laughs> the way it was reported out to people. And um, I think that's something that's basically now happening in general with some of these COVID topics that come up because uh, as midterms approach, it's basically the number one best-selling issue for Republicans to get independent voters or to get Democrats. Um, so the more you ramp up like COVID stuff uh, mm -hmm. on the right, the better it is for them on in midterms. So the childhood vaccine schedule thing basically teed up all the Republican governors to be like, I will never allow the, <laughs> the COVID right. vaccines yet on the childhood schedule, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I think as midterms approach, people just play fast and loose with yeah. the information. Well, and it's like, yeah, duh. Like, I agree. Like, thank you for not allowing. Like, I okay, that's good that you would be like, I would not allow this to go in children's you know arms without you know informed consent blah blah, blah. okay great like 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 wonderful but um for one like that i don't like the term controlled opposition that much i think it's overused i think i've seen it used for like twitter accounts that have 30 followers that's controlled opposition it's like no you just disagree you know like on, <laughs> on like a nuanced point uh our guest alex has been called controlled opposition i've seen it happen i've seen it in the wild it's happened um you know just this whole thing where it's just like controlled opposition control it's almost like a cope why like oh they listen to them but not me like it's just this uh this weird thing there's a weird part of pop fox news where it's like let me just sensationalize this true story that doesn't need any you know additives to it then it gets snopes fact check lying fox news media once again misinformation see you later pay no attention to it right that's what ends up happening with these things but now okay it did get added though, right? To the to the to the um childhood vaccination schedule, or is that just completely wrong? No, it did get added, yeah. Okay, yeah. After it just it was premature, was was what these are things were coming out. They say the vote it, happened. There was premature the and yeah. it's not an automatic mandate. It just would potentially trigger mandates or so, so allow them to will, continue. So adding it to the childhood schedule means your doctor will then basically kind of tell the parents like, right, you'll have a newborn or even your OBGYN or I, I again, don't really know exactly how that works. But the uh, will then basically say, and you'll need this shot now, basically for health. Now, it's not they're not the I just want to make sure the record is set straight on, on these things, because it doesn't. It, that's what happens when you when you don't. uh when you when you don't even go along with the uh kind of crazy hyperbolic like fear that some of the other people will do where it's like not 100 true they'll go oh so now you're like are you on the lib side now it's like no i just just tell the story like it doesn't need any of that yeah yeah, yeah i don't i don't know it's just that's what kills me is like that where it's like no the problem is is when you're going against the status quo you have to be perfect yeah it just i think People make mistakes, you know, I've made mistakes. Um, I mean, I make mistakes all the time. Well, I shouldn't say that. No, I don't make mistakes. Yeah, what all did the you time. say in the last 26 minutes, Alex? You gotta tell me what did you say? We have to correct. I'm them. where yeah. I, I very rarely make mistakes. Nice. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, it's a lot of information and it's coming fast, so it's fine to make mistakes, but the 
I think it's not fine it to have kind of a, I don't know, there's a pattern of the way things get amplified on social media. That's not really about people making mistakes, but just about own really incomplete stories mm-hmm. um, getting pushed through. Okay. So let's say this. Is it fair to say it's a slippery slope? It'll become full on mandated for public schools eventually. I don't think so. Really? I, because I, I, I think it will. Putting it on the childhood schedule allows private schools and summer camps to continue mandates if they have them. I mean, there's private preschools with right. mandates. Mm-hmm. Um, this legitimizes that. So that's an issue. It allows colleges to continue their mandates. Those should, ha- you know, otherwise they might end, right? Um, if there was enough pressure to end it or if it felt like not useful. But now it does seem like colleges that have mandates, which is many, many, if not, is it the majority? I'm not really sure, but it's all, it's definitely the UC system. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and did they of, just start charging for the shot too? Like the day after that news yeah. came out where they're like, yeah. okay, it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> and they made it, it a little more expensive, yeah. but yeah. um, yeah. So it basically guarantees colleges will probably keep it in place because if it's on the childhood schedule, like you should have had it by the time you're 18. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in terms of public school systems, it would only be blue states and it would really depend on what the midterms look like, I think. So I think uh, they're definitely going to wait and see on that. But it's not a slippery slope to every child in the U.S. now has to take this. Right. Yeah, because I mean, and again, does that mean let your guard down? Absolutely not. No, it's all, that's, the, yeah. that's the other thing about when claims get exaggerated uh-huh. one way or another is that it's already bad enough what's happening. Yeah, you don't need to So lie. then now it seems like good. Oh, well, it's not going to be all the whole country mandated. Just yeah. some mandates. <laughs> yeah. That makes it seem a much better situation and it's still a bad situation. And I understand when you have an un not unpopular I, I guess unpopular is not the, the term well i guess it is for this but you when you have the kind of weird take you kind of have to like get people's attention you know like so you can understand that way maybe like some veganism kind of stuff a little yeah. bit like where it's yeah. like you kind of gotta like all right let me write a let me write a you know novel version of what i'm saying you know like just a little like just to get people's ears perked out because after a while like people just go oh whatever you know people just get it if they want to don't want to but you kind of got to go like that so i understand that but it shouldn't be these people who want to call libs lying fake news you know this and that you you kind of got to be the honorable one you know you got it like you're gonna have to do that and there's enough there to where you don't have to you know do this and you i like i saw so many people and i'm I'm not blaming anyone or anything i saw so many people that i like and stuff just kind of running with that weird zoom screenshot meeting of like the meeting right and just (laughs) like two days before it happened they're like it's mandated like for kids it's just like (laughs) let's just take a second you know what i mean let's just take a second i'm not the biggest electoral politics guy although i i you know hey if that's on the table then yeah i am but you know i'm i'm relatively kind of like more so of a personal consumption kind of guy like way way more that's kind of what we do here we are not a poly like i'm not that's not a cop-out like but we're just not that's just i don't know anything about that stuff but 
um, you can tell people do, right? And it, the, the COVID, the political weapon, I hate it. I hate it from either. I hate it from both sides, honestly. This is truly just a moralistic issue. Like, you either agree or you don't. Like, you either are getting yeah. the shot or you don't. Like, because even some of the people I know that, like, are so opposed to it and stuff, they, like, lined up to get the shot. And it's just, like, that's what I'm worried about now. That's why, we, we, on this show, at least, we try to kind of, like, build a foundation of not so much skepticism, because it's not skepticism. It's just, like, look, like, try this and see how this works, right? Yeah, like, you, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's not, it's not a, like, in the U.S., it, it's really easy to think this is a red versus blue issue, and don't get me wrong. I oh, there's definitely elements. Yeah, there's I mean, definitely don't elements. get me wrong. Like, I hate the Democrats for what they've done, but it's not. It is something of like, there's so much many elements that were moral issues or mm. psychological, um, spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> um, very. It was a very personal thing that happened to people. You know, it. It basically. Um had to do with your character in a lot of ways um and the like the character of people around you not necessarily preset political values well especially if you're like a recently red-pilled republican not calling out anybody or anything but if you are that's not sustainable i'm just gonna say it that much like it's not <laughs> like no truly like yeah. like and and alex last time you came on you you Sai wasn't here. You win, by the way. Monkeypox. I don't know where monkeypox went. I went crazy. So I'd like to apologize to everybody. I went insane. <laughs> no, like I, I'm not trying to skate off on that one, by the way. It's like, good I, to I, stay vigilant. Yeah. I'll, we were just doing media, guys. I was playing a part. No, I'm kidding. But uh, no, I. No, that's I, I such was, a good episode. I listened to that on a plane because I was like, oh, I, I want to listen to that. I don't want to yeah. miss Alex. G. So, so no, she yeah. was like, she was like, hey, just shut off for a second. It's true. Like it's true. So I, I freaked out about that. But like you know. That's a more like I don't care what my politics are. I don't care. Like again, we have like size vegan. Everybody like literally these yeah. same people that are like lining up, like I'm based, I'll never take the shot, like I'm based and all that stuff. It's like he's vegan, so they'll probably hate him for being vegan, but he's been anti-vax longer than almost all these people combined. It used to be all the vegans were anti <laughs> Yeah, that's another issue. That's yeah. another issue. Now, now, like, none yeah. of them are. It's crazy. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's no meat in the shots? Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. The or that's the only thing the that's wrong with shot? it. Yeah. They're the like, this yeah. vaccine was used to test on animals. It's like, wait, okay. Like, yeah. It's a, yeah. And also humans. <laughs> yeah, just, I so, yeah. I'll yeah. take the impossible shot, the beyond mRNA, yeah. please. Thank you. Beyond um, mRNA. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. That's Trade so good. Yeah. I'll, take, I'll take that one instead. Thanks. I know it's more expensive. I don't care. Yeah. No, but, Pfizer is impossible and Moderna is beyond for sure. It's <laughs> definitely true. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, that's. I just want to set the record straight on that. It's like I, I've prided ourselves on this. Not the biggest audience in the world. Whatever doesn't matter. Like I just want to be right. That's all it is. I just want to. I just want to be right and just and feel right about it too. It's not being right. It's feeling right. You know, at the end of the day, like I could have been wrong and just got absolutely just destroyed by a COVID thing. But it's like the minute I, if I were to put that shot into my body, that's it. Podcast done. Not doing this. Sucks. You know, I, I'm probably just giving up on many more other things. Like. It was a it was just that that battle of just maintaining autonomy for me. And it just it, that's always not always, but it is it is my number one issue. It's just it, it is. And I know even there's some people even on the right that are like, hey, even if this politician is not like 100 percent anti mandate, like it's still good for like to own the libs. And I'm like, no, I don't care. 
I'm just sorry. I, I don't care. I'm not going to vote for anybody that doesn't that doesn't specifically say that actually like, you know, and have a track record of such saying I'm not forcing these shots on anybody, you know, and, um, you know, in New York, you're seeing that right now. Right. In, in New York, you're seeing um, and this is another one. Got to set the record straight before we get to our film of the night. You got to set the record straight on this one. Uh, in New York reversed. The, uh, right, Alex, that they reversed their mandate, paid all the workers. Everyone has jobs again. Right. Yeah, it's a miracle. I love the way you said that. You just nope. Yeah, no. This judge in Staten Island, um, he. Okay, so there were 16 sanitation workers that brought a case against the vaccine mandate to a judge in Staten Island, and it's a New York Supreme Court judge, but in New York State, that's actually a lower court, which is one of the causes of confusion, and the appellate courts are higher. So um, the sanitation workers brought their case to this judge, and he said, yeah, this mandate is unconstitutional, it's arbitrary and capricious, and... I'm ordering for you to be reinstated with back pay. And um, the same judge, I believe, had a case with a firefighter. And there was also a case with police. I don't know if it went to that same judge. And both of those cases for the firefighters and the police were determined to also, um, were also had the same ruling where the city was ordered to reinstate them with back pay. And this was a while ago. And for both of those, the city immediately appealed and they weren't reinstated. And then the same thing happened to these sanitation workers. Immediately, the city appealed. Um, and so that means that they do have to wait until the appeals process uh, goes through. And it does seem likely to me that the courts will side with near, with the city in the end. Um, it's at least 50-50 that the courts will side with the city and uphold the mandate. So I feel like this one kind of, I don't know, just a little bit triggered me because I feel like these sanitation workers have had their lives ruined for nothing. And it bothers me a little bit that um, not just the sanitation workers, but all the New York City workers who were fired over the mandate have had their lives ruined for nothing, for absolutely nothing. and. Um, not nothing on their part, but on the, from the perspective of the city, you know, right, it doesn't right. stop transmission, doesn't stop infection. There's no point. Um, and they don't have their jobs back, all those city workers, and they don't, they're not getting back pay yet. Like this is an ongoing process um, that it hasn't reached a final determination in the courts, but there was a lot of fanfare in it being reported judge reinstates workers judge reinstates workers and they have not like it was judge reinstates all new york city workers fired over the vaccine and they have not yet been reinstated um so i just don't want people to forget about those workers because they have not yet been reinstated they're not they didn't like walk into work the next day you know the city said we are fighting this and we don't agree with this ruling and we are immediately appealing which also lost in all of this think of the irony of the this of sanitation workers sanitation think about that getting fired for not taking the vaccine which 
if you've read Dissolving Illusions, that's just very ironic. And yeah. then, um, not that even COVID is a sanitation. I don't even think COVID is a sanitation thing. It was made in a lab. Like that doesn't even matter. But like the, um, it's just it's just funny about about all that. But that's that's what I mean. It's like people take these as again, it's like a political victory. These things, they're like, let's just put yeah, it a, a political victory. Take a political victory, and it's like, look, it just again, if you only see this through a political lens, not saying it can't be. And I, anytime I do see a political gain, like a, a politician or anything like that, that I think is is good. Like, I think Thomas Massey's wonderful on the stuff. We said that uh, a while back. I think he's he's has a really good track record of just leaving people alone with what they want to put in their body and informed consent and all that. The uh, when that stuff happens, it, it does. It's like, look, I, I owning the libs is not important as important to me as owning what I have, you know, owning, owning my morals, owning my, uh, you know, autonomy, like that's way more exciting to me. And, um, it's like you said, it's like, like back pay is good, but it's like, so is, is the mandate still up? It's not. Yes. Right? No, the mandate is still up. Exactly. You didn't get so, rid of the mandate. Like they can't, they, I, I just, yeah. it's, it's good to celebrate the ruling as something promising, you know, mm -hmm. it's good to celebrate it. That's yeah. totally okay. But the mandate is still in place. Like the mandate is not null and void. Um, it should be, but it, the it's still there. So that's why it's like just disturbing almost because I don't want these workers to be um, forgotten, you know? Right. Um, no, 100%. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Like you have to just, you, you gotta like, you, you gotta keep fighting. It's all it is. Just keep fighting. It's not, again, it's good. Back. Hey, back pay is great. I've had, I've had back pay before. I'm, hey, let's go. You know, like I've, 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 I've had that. It's, it's wonderful, especially with probably the amount of struggling these workers have had, you know, if they, and, and the fact is, is like, even if I got my back pay, but I still had that stuff floating in my system, you know, like, ugh, cause I had yeah. to get another job. It's like, man, like I, for some, for some, it's nothing for some people view it as inconsequential. Right. And that's whatever. That's, 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 that's them. You know, I, I, again, I am not one of those people that is like, I don't think these shots should have ever been made, but they were made. And I don't think the people that are like, let's burn down all the, the, the places that make it like, cause it's all that or else, or else you're against me, you know? No. Like that's, that's not a, a, a route. Like it's not a real route. Like that, that can happen. That's like weird, like roller coaster tycoon logic of like, just this, like I can build my own crazy society. Um, no, but the fact is these people, no, nobody wants to talk about that year of 2021, which was even crazier than 2020. In my opinion, like, like 2020 was crazy. And I know Alex, you're more sympathetic to the school stuff um, for obvious reasons, but like 2021 was insane. Like well, the school stuff kept going in twenty. It's true. Yeah, it didn't stop. And then yeah. now you're seeing like Gretchen Whitmer. I think it's Gretchen Whitmer that was just like yeah, actually. Well, I only it was only three months. Three months. Three months. <laughs> it was a damn. It was a damn uh, trimester. You know what I mean? Like it was just. Yeah. It was just nothing. Like you know, like we, we just just one progress report these kids missed. So what? You know, like it was just like now they're able to memory hold this stuff, and. Really, it's almost seems like, you know, if we want to get conspiratorial, put the tinfoil hat on a little bit, it's almost like, hey, here's your back pay. And also, it wasn't even that bad. So shut up. 
you know, like, yeah, and that's, and I don't that's, want to erase history. I don't want to erase history. It's important to remember. It's I know. Suffering. The other thing about the back pay and stuff. And so even if, so it's 1700 workers that were fired total in New York city. Right. So how many thousands of people though, were basically forced to get vaccinated. That's the thing. I want back pay for that. I want like, my back pay from my shot, my first shot. <laughs> what yeah. about justice for those? It's it's not just justice for the unvaccinated. Yeah. You know, there's also something was done that was horrible to the people who did. A lot of them did get it. They should not have been coerced into getting it. And and that's mm -hmm. like, what can we do about that right now? That I don't think there's any avenue for, unfortunately. However, it's just like, this isn't the last time this is going to happen. And that's why I freaked out about monkeypox. I thought it was round two. But but I mean, the, the other thing about it is that, um, I mean, it is very important that it doesn't stop transmission. But the ruling is also based on the fact that it doesn't stop transmission. So, um. A huge problem in all of this that's really hard to explain or I don't know. It's not hard to explain, but it's hard to get people to listen to <laughs> is that just because it is that even if it had stopped transmission, mm -hmm. basically none of what they did would have been justified. It's yeah, not like, yeah, oh, yeah. they what they did would have been justified, but they were just operating under a false premise. No, it still would have not been justified. Like you don't get to write articles in the newspaper saying the unvaccinated are as bad as truck drivers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you don't get to tell people to avoid their relatives. You don't get to tell people that there's this group of nefarious people wandering around endangering children in, you know, the paper of record. That's absolutely ridiculous. And, and it reflects very poorly on the people who were expressing those thoughts, even if they thought it stopped transmission. I could present to you all kinds of data about why some people are healthier than other people and therefore we need to restrict them. Like there's data about how obese people were more likely to transmit COVID. Does that mean that I should have not let them in my restaurant or should not let them go to college? Yeah. I mean that's ridiculous yeah and it's like it's that's that's the thing you're kind of letting them do this kind of stop loss kind of thing right now and it's i know i understand like i don't think people are just like i don't think people are doing this on purpose or falling for this but it's just important to keep it just just keep it pushing like stay stay grounded remember don't forget 2021 don't forget the the segregation don't forget that like it's but, just it's, yeah. yeah i mean we've had people say well I've changed, I changed my position when it was clear it didn't stop transmission. Yeah, that's the worst. Okay, but it's, it, you know, it really should be more like I changed my position when I reflected on my words and realized how wrong they were well, and, like, also, and how yeah. harmful they were. You know, there's not thinking about it from any type of moral perspective on how as a society, we should be treating people and the scapegoating that they engaged in. And that's something that is, it's political in how it's enacted, but, and this time it was the left doing it. It was absolutely the left doing it. It's not something that the right is not capable of. 100%. And that's what I, why I say there's elements of this that's are not red or blue, but it's just something about human nature. Yep. Um, that people need to look at more deeply than like 
I love Ron DeSantis. Hey, there you go. Exactly. And the uh, last thing I'll say about this, uh, not stopping transmission. Okay, what about adverse effects, though? So even if it stopped transmission, but there were still adverse effects, that's fine. You know, yeah. like, so you mandate it because that's always been my number one thing was you, if you're able to. I mean, it, there, a lot of things have to happen, but if you are able to, you, you're going to have to you would have to have doctors actually admit that whatever you're suffering is from the mRNA or non mRNA, whatever these shots um, you'd have to you'd have to get get that to happen. But then also, like the fact is, you, you you have to get rid of the the liability, the vaccine liability. Um, uh, I'm sorry, the immunity liability, I should say, um, that was in 1986 under the Reagan administration. Again, something didn't happen under the left. It didn't. It's not something that started under the left. I'm sorry. Like it's uh, it's these things are way too profitable for um, politicians to not kind of cave into. So basically, this was just a quote unquote botched attempt at trying to mandate a vaccine right i i don't i don't even know as far as like federally and stuff but god forbid if you get one that actually does stop it or maybe a virus that's not even real you know like if you get a virus that's not even real so then the vaccine does stop transmission because the virus isn't real you know you get that then you have some real issues so there's some well there's, they could have yeah. manipulated the data better i feel like i feel like 100 they... Should they have get, told on. They should have told. Maybe those people, people. Maybe the data manipulators didn't get vaccinated and they got fired. <laughs> you think they about that? Should have told the. <laughs> they should have told vaccinated people to stop testing themselves, and then they would have had a much better data. Yeah. No, that's. I think they tried that for yeah. a little bit. I'm gonna cut that out because yeah. I don't want him to try. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, the, the, yeah <laughs> I don't want to give him any, give him any, give him any game, man. Go back to the playbook, you know, the chalkboard, watching tape, you know, like for next time. But you yeah. think they, you think they tried that? No, I think I just, just. I, just, I mean, like they, I heard sound bites that they were trying to float that. They're just kind of like, yeah, you don't need this anymore. But well, I remember the, the no was, masking. I remember the no yeah. mask. I remember the like, you don't need to wear it if you're vaccinated. I mean, they did that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. They, they, and then I, probably they sold it too hard. So everyone was a true believer and they were like, they were, they, they were, and it had negative efficacy. Believe. That's the thing. It I think there has was negative efficacy. They couldn't yeah. stop people from testing themselves because there was almost like this need in yeah. people to, oh, they I don't know. They, yeah. Like they wanted yeah. it so yeah. bad. Like, well, they, they love dumb little science, Neil deGrasse Tyson science projects <laughs> they can do at home. <laughs> They love that stuff. Like, oh my gosh, look, like, it's like my volcano I made. Like, look at this stuff. Like, they, they just love really that. love the drama of it, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Like, they, they if you give them an at-home science project that they can post on the internet, are you kidding me? They're going to do that every single time. Yeah. Like, they love that stuff. Like, so, um, anyways, let's move on to our uh, feature attraction of the night. So, uh, we watched a movie from 1978 called Coma. It's by Michael Crichton. Oh. Michael Crichton has. I've been. Uh, first off, actually, my mother-in-law, who's actually with us um, 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 right now, is recording. She's watching this live. This is crazy. Oh. But um, this was a long time ago, over the summer, um, where she was like, "We were in the library. And it's based. They don't have streaming services, so it's based. We just pick movies from the live DVDs from the library um, whenever we go there to watch." Um, and she looks. She picks up this DVD. She's like, "What's this?" We're like, "Man, get it." see what see what it is you watch it i'm like what the fuck like this is crazy <laughs> you know like i was like this is crazy i like uh i don't even remember i don't even know how to say her name but the lady from dead ringers genevieve Bujold or whatever I've, I've always liked her from that movie 
but um and I, I like michael douglas too but the uh so we so we watched it blows my mind they're kind of they're they're on the same hype too they're on the same all unvaxxed um we were allowed to watch a movie together magically you know and it was uh uh it was great and i was kind of like i gotta we gotta talk about this sometime like it's it's just it's really good but i wanted to know but i was like who the hell makes a movie like this <laughs> like in this in the 70s you know what i mean and just kind of like i guess you it was easier to do it back then but kind of not really you know and um michael crichton uh novelist he's memory i've come to realize he's memory hold as just a good novelist <laughs> And yeah like if you just look at this dude if you just go michael Crichton, like on youtube he has these, he's like speaking in front of congress about like why humans should own their own genetics and stuff and like have the rights <laughs> to their and not have any genes altered or anything like this guy's insane he's a six foot ten guy he's huge he's just this massive like hulking creature and um writes a good story but before i get too far into him what any just first thoughts on the on the film coma yeah, and it, it definitely took it further than I thought it was. was yeah. Going to. And I was like, and that was a legit good movie, too. The action scene was like crazy at the end. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I was like, man, I just kept escalating. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, the, I love the murderer guy that just is like the yeah. guy's like the guy like gives her like a little tip. And then the like the weird nefarious like service elevator murderer guy comes in. And it's like, <laughs> takes him out. I'm like, damn, this is wild. Like, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. the um, I love the dialogue. <laughs> the things that um. I feel like the movies now, they don't have as much people just given space to talk about what's right. going on. And it's too zippy. Yeah. It's too, yeah. Yeah. Michael Douglas is great too. I love his just like, just shut up. Like half the movie. <laughs> like, you know, and then, yeah, would you yeah. just shut your mouth? Like, and, <laughs> like it's just like out of the whole movie. That's just his character. He's like, we're doctors. It's the best. Yeah. You know? and, and, uh, and, yeah, he really rings true. Oh, he's great. Now, you know, spoiler alert, guys. Stop it now if you haven't seen it. Spoiler spoiler alert, because I'm I still do believe in spoilers, uh being not great, especially for movies that clearly are plot driven. And uh Michael Douglas, he, he I thought he was in on it the whole time. I thought he was in. I thought I was like, Dad, Michael Douglas is gonna like get her, he's gonna send her to OR seven and it's over. Yeah. You know, like OR eight. Uh, Oh, all right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, originally, they tried to get it in OR7. Yeah. And then the other the other doctor who gave her the uh, strongest whiskey of her life was like, uh, no, uh, we're, going, we're going to this one. We're going to the um, because what these what what uh, this I don't even I don't even remember the character's name, actually. But the uh, um, uh, Susan, that's her name. She is uh, she loses a friend to a coma. I mean, that doesn't lose her, yeah. but she's in it. She's in a coma because she's getting an abortion, which is also a wild plot for a movie, by the way. Uh, she's just like gonna get an abortion. She's like, I don't want to have this kid. And then she's like comatose, right? Like or something. And 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 uh, she's like, okay, that's weird. Tom Selleck comes in and has a uh, like groin injury, I think it was, or like a hernia or something. Which actually kind of, I've had three of those surgeries, so I'm kind of like, uh, shit. <laughs> that was scary you know and uh and um she uh, he goes under coma you know just all these like routine things and um so susan does some investigating right like goes around and the uh one pathologist puts on says like it could be carbon monoxide poisoning right so uh basically what's happening in in or8 is essentially they are just 
carbon monoxide poisoning people into comas, right? And why? Why would you do that? It's stupid. Why would any hospital do that? It's kind of a bad look. Uh, there is a crazy thing called the Jefferson Institute, which is wild, by the way. That's that's I don't know what you know. I don't know what how true this could be in anything, but I I'll believe anything about a hospital at this point. But the uh, there's like just bodies like suspended like marionettes from the air, and they're just harvesting organs. There's people ordering organs and stuff, which I've always thought organ donor stuff was weird. By the way, I've just never been a been an organ donor guy, and um, you know it's uh it's a wild ride then basically she's stalked she's getting stalked by like these kind of like really nefarious looking guys like walking around just just uh um it's it's she's definitely like targeted as often you know it's in the conspiracy world you know is it a direct comparison i don't know but you'd, you'd like to think that that does happen when you make too much noise and uh yeah, then all of a sudden, you know, Susan, she she they they say her appendix burst, so it immediately surgery surgery has to happen and she's almost taken away, almost taken away. But in the end, you know, the doctor, the head doctor or the chief of staff or whatever gets gets arrested for it. So, it actually has a happier ending. That's the worst, that's the uh dumbest part of the movies because that wouldn't happen. You know. Yeah, right? it kind of wraps it up really fast. Yeah, it was just like the doctor would they would just be like, eh, fine, just send her to seven, whatever. And you know, and just like, you know, fine, not this one, you know, and then we'll they'd get her another time. But um really, really enjoy the movie. Um, and the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, this is early COVID. <laughs> this is early COVID. I'm telling you, like, I now the organ harvesting where is that why it's what it's for? No, absolutely not. But remdesivir respirators all these things just in my head thinking people are dying in hospitals yeah like just dying in hospitals people are being killed um are the doctors in on it we don't know probably not probably just following orders but but again um just very odd well the way uh, they treat her is reminiscent of covid because she's saying she thinks something is wrong for a while in the beginning and they're like no, this person is, you know, the head of this and they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and you, this person is very important. It's and... Boston Medical, Susan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Boston Memorial. How dare you? They would do that. You know what? They do that at New Hampshire. That's some New Hampshire stuff. You're saying. Yeah, they're basically saying you, you don't question the experts, you know, and also like how could you accuse doctors of doing something wrong? Um, and the the what's the name of the bad guy at the end oh uh dr harris dr harris yeah yeah dr harris well he says something to her like there's all these moral questions in society and society won't answer them so it's up to the experts and the doctors to answer them for society mm -hmm. and he says that the hospital is the cathedral of our age <laughs> this is very feels very yeah. much like michael Crichton talking to the audience in that yeah. moment and a and backstory on Crichton, he went to like medical school and was like nah as soon as <laughs> as soon as he got in there he was like nope <laughs> and he he's one of those guys where he's like i'm clearly smarter than every i've heard him speak he's like he's a good speaker but you can tell he's like i'm i'm smarter than everybody and in the same way that um like Okay, like this is a weird comparison because we did Altered States, the, the movie, on here a while back. And like Cy really reminded me of like the main guy in there where he was just like, 
I hate this shit so much. Like I hate this, like all this like science stuff we have to do. I just want to do like my <laughs> super cool, like sensory deprivation experiments and have like <laughs> unlimited funding for it. Like stop questioning me. Like I know what I'm doing. Um, in this way, this would be like, if like Michael Crichton is like, if I was like qualified to do that stuff, cause I would just be trolling everybody. I would just be like, Oh really? Like, you know, whatever. Like he, he was a English major for a while. Um, or I think he graduated, but he noticed his professor was like harsh to him. Uh, like really, really harsh. Like, like, come on, man. Like, I know I'm not like a C student, you know, like this is not a C paper, you know? So what he did as an experiment was he literally just plagiarized a George Orwell paper and just sent <laughs> it in. Like, you know, he's, you know, George Orwell gets like so much, whether you, however you feel about Orwell, he's like a good writer, you know? So he, he put that in, uh, he sent it in and he got a B minus. <laughs> on the thing and the guy's like oh this guy's just a hater you know and yeah. and uh and so um Crichton pretty much took this at this attitude to everywhere and he was he was bit and this is all memory I didn't know anything about this so during like the inconvenient truth Al Gore era he was like the number one like one of the number one like Al Gore like haters that wasn't just like a politician you know what I mean or like or like a, the CEO of a company you know or something he mm -hmm. was kind of like uh when Al Gore was just doing this stuff, he was just like, dude, your models suck. They never come true. Like he was like saying this all the time, <laughs> like to Al Gore. And like, we're, and again, on this podcast, like we have a pretty nuanced climate change take. Like we think it's real, but it's not, you know, it's, it's just not going to, yeah, Al Gore is not saving you. What's going yeah, on. Al Gore is not going to save you. And his whole thing is he's like, I just hate the fear model. I hate the fear model. Um, he, he, he's like, uh, you know, he tried to write a book about Chernobyl. Right. He was like, my next book's going to be about like Chernobyl or like kind of like a, a novelization of like Chernobyl. So he, he was reading it and he looked and he's like, dude, only 50 people died during the explosion. He's like the way it was reported, it was like thousands, you know, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And he's like, there were he so he, he, he would always take that mentality. He was like, I just want to find out what happened. That's all. That's all it is. Just tell me what happened. And it's like what we said. If if you have like the facts on your side, you don't need to lie. Like you, you don't need to sensationalize it. And, um, you know, with his climate change stuff, he was always saying, like, he's like the same guy that's telling you that we just need to, like, invest all this money in green energy or green this, green that, whatever company. He's like, these are the people that don't care what's on the Apple that's just sprayed with all this stuff. In fact, they have money on that, you know, and uh, he was talking about endocrine disruptors and like and te early TED talk, like an early TED talk is crazy. <laughs> he's talking about like all this stuff that messes with people like like autism and stuff. And it's like, it just made me miss. I just wish we had him. For this because i what i think would have happened for covid with michael Crichton is that i think i definitely i don't think he would have been pro lockdown because i think he would have found the real numbers right i don't know if that would have been his default position right i don't think he would have been like politically just no i'm never anti-lockdown i'm not sure about that just projecting but i guarantee you while he might not have been ardently anti-vax he would have been anti-mrna a hundred percent because it's literally gene therapy. Yeah. And Jurassic, if you think about, he wrote Jurassic Park and like Jurassic Park is kind of an allegory for gene therapy. Like it's, if you, if you think about it or at least gene sequencing going wrong. Right. I mean, that's kind of how it all, how it all happens. And it's just funny to see people like that, not get erased from history, but just kind of like he wrote some good books, you know? So that's just, uh, 
it's very interesting to hear him to hear him speak i i go down the michael Crichton rabbit hole on youtube he's, he's amazing and i actually it's one of those things where i i tweeted out something about it and a bunch of people who listen to the show were like oh yeah dude where, where you been so it's kind of maybe I'm, maybe I'm late, you yeah. know, like I'll tell you about maybe. George Clinton, you know, but like, like you could tell me about Michael Cry and we can help each other. It's mutual aid. Right. It's uh, so I don't know. I, I uh, I'm fascinated with him. He passed away uh, of cancer in uh, at age 68, which is funny because if you watch the Charlie Rose interview from like 2007, he looks phenomenal. Yeah, it's really weird. I, like, I watched the Charlie Rose interview. I love that interview. Yeah, I, which, side note, I can't believe they canceled Charlie Rose. <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, He's the best. For asking like, people on dates? Come for on. Like, for just, like, kind of leaving his robe open a little bit. <laughs> like, no, it's like one of those things. It's like, you go to Charlie Rose's house, and you're just like, all right. He's like, okay, Charlie. Like, let's, let's, let's tighten the belt on the robe, you know? Like, um, it's just, like, it's not, you're not traumatized. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, dude, he's the best interviewer ever. He's so good. Like, I, yeah, yeah, there was he's, something he Michael Crane said. I thought that was so good that I think Charlie Rose asked him, why are you so interested in science? And Michael Crichton said, it's because what has constituted social change for, in, for most of my lifetime is the products of scientific development. Yeah. And I thought that I had never thought about it that way before, but, I thought, yeah, that's why it is so important to understand what's going on in the fields of science, medicine, and technology, because basically all of the huge social and cultural changes um, in his lifetime and then now in our lifetimes are really driven by advancements or malfeasance in science and medicine. Yeah. And he's just like his whole thing with climate change. He's like, look, it's warmer global warming because that was it was global warming back then that's like how it was actually it was not climate change they had to change that like because al gore's models <laughs> you know like just didn't i don't know i don't know if that's why they changed it but it's climate change now uh that's the new political term for it so he had said like look it's getting warmer like there's numbers that show that he's like but there's people that are predicting like three hundred thousand deaths here because of global warming and all that stuff he goes that's not happening and uh, he also has a really base take on secondhand smoke. He's like, I don't, he's like, that's not real. Like, he was just like saying that on like, I, I don't think it was on the Charlie Rose thing, but it was on this other, like, yeah. he, did, he did these panels at like libertarian, like college things where the kids could just like ask him questions. And uh, he was just like, yeah, that's not real, by the way. He's like the secondhand smoke. He's like, I was, he goes, the reason I like hate it, because I thought my daughter was so lame. We walked by somebody smoking a cigarette and she pulled a shirt <laughs> over her nose and he's like, ugh. Like that. And he was like, you serious? You know, like, and then uh, and then uh, the the he was like, that's not real. There's no studies to show that. He's like, that's just like that's just truth.org nonsense. He was just it was just it was just funny. Like uh, he's he's uh, he's, he's good. I, I I'm going to continue. I've actually I've never read a, a book of his. I'm going to read the Andromeda strain. Um, I, I just ordered that. I think I'm going to start that uh, pretty soon. And then um, uh, it's uh, I, I found him. I found him the Charlie. I say the Charlie Rose interview is an all timer, and it's like a year before he died. So I don't know. Do they have a cancer gun? I don't know. Just gonna ask. Is there such a thing? Is there like yeah. a is there a way to is there a way to give somebody cancer with like a you know the thing? I don't know. Just ask. I think. Question. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, another thing I think he would have talked about during COVID was um, how fear how it's bad for people fear. to. 
yeah, be made to live live in a state of constant fear because um, in that w- the video where he was talking about Chernobyl, mm-hmm. he talks about how catastrophizing in the media hurts people. <laughs> And when yeah. people are told they're going to die, they do actually yeah. die. Yeah, because they, st- like they a- said Chernobyl. He said he said basically like, and I'm I, again. He even says he's like, I'm not saying radiation doesn't do anything. He's like, but he was telling these people you can't have. They people were told you you're not going to be able to have kids. People had kids. He's like, you know, they're like, you're gonna die. He's like, not everyone did. And he's like, just stop. Like, like, just say what's happening. That's always his. That's his, that's his take. Which people try to peg that to a political ideology it's like no i just want like it almost comes down to like what do you think of humanity it's like like most people think like well humanity wouldn't know what to do with the real data yeah and, and neither would like, you but yeah that's what, and yeah. neither would you so let's yeah. just give it to everybody 100 you know? just let people just go with their gut it's like okay first off like you know now now with coma i was looking up a little thing about the movie coma and i wanted to know i just tried there's not a lot about like him being interviewed about it it actually made a lot of money it was a four million dollar budget so pretty big for the time in 1978 made 50 mil though like big big movie i remember asking my dad i, I like whenever i go into things I, I ask my dad like hey do you remember this movie he goes oh yeah that was huge yeah i i, I guess it didn't really stick with any people but like they're like yeah it was huge <laughs> like it's like <laughs> yeah the, that would never that's science fiction yeah and then uh you know he he'd said uh uh about coma was that he was like there's way more like crazy stuff I, that was going to be put in there he goes but i just didn't want to sway people from ever seeing a doctor again which is totally <laughs> like what really happened is the film studio is like mike we're not that you can't put that in there like you know like we because because no one's going to see a doctor ever again because i can't yeah. imagine he truly cared about like n- n- you know oh people might never go to the doctor if i make this movie the way i want to make it you know, and yeah. so it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's quite interesting. Um, and I think you know, and a lot of the you know, you can look at coma. It doesn't have to be an absolute like takedown of the entire medical industry. You could even look at it that like doctors just suck because he was around doctors in medical school and clearly was turned off by them. Like I don't want to be around these people. I think they're weird, and um, and definitely like pseudo kind of like not exactly as smart as and if you talk i'm sorry if you talk to some doctors like they're not that smart like i've talked to some guys where i'm like you're a doctor are you kidding me like i think you're you're, my life's in your hands you know i've talked to them it's like at a bar you're like what you know and uh so i found yeah uh, yeah yeah. um there was actually kind of a good article about that in that um right wing magazine i am 1776 oh yeah 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 did you read that article about doctors I, and how they're not as smart I, as people think no i have not but i will okay i yeah. wish i could remember the title of it and um i would say like the fir- i read the first half so i don't know what the second half said so sorry if i said i sorry if the second half of the article is not good because i only read the first half but the first half was good and it just explained um really well exactly um how easy it actually is to get into medical school in a lot of cases and why people think that of doctors as being all like super super geniuses and why that's not necessarily the case so i'm sure if you went to that magazine's website and like searched doctors it would pop up um but that was the first time i actually even read any information 
about the potential problems with doctor quality. And then on top of that, separately from that, though, there was a lot of studies on about besides doctors um, in terms of just their general competence, which is another question. um, They're not really trained to deal with statistics and stuff. So there have been several studies of doctors, um, their statistical literacy, and it's not necessarily what you might hope. Um, So they don't really, a lot of doctors don't really understand the different kind of um, what the probabilities of different tests are, what the probabilities of false positives or false negatives are, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's not necessarily part of their training, which is not to say that there aren't a lot of good doctors because in the movie Coma, the hero is a doctor. The hero is one of the surgeons. So there are a lot of good doctors. Um, it's just not the case that every single doctor deserves to basically be making decisions for the entirety of society. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, for me, like I'll say, it, I'll say this much, like I'll, I'll, I'm going to, I don't know if I, I might've told the story on here, whatever. I don't care. I, I think one thing I've learned is you need to constantly repeat yourself or people say you never said it. So that's, that's, that's very true. Yeah. I've, that's, yeah. that's one thing I've, I've, I've learned. Uh, uh, Alex, you and I have talked about that a few times where it's just like, Oh, like you don't remember me ever saying that. Like, I feel like I constantly <laughs> do like, Oh, okay, sure. Uh, but uh, my, my grandfather, um, he's still with us, but he constantly has just nerve pain shooting through his body, just constantly. Just hey, today my you know uh, today my calf just is on fire. Oh okay, you know what is your, what and and he's in this old people of that generation, right? Of his generation, I think he's I can I can't remember how old he is. He's like late seventies or early eighties. Um, that generation, their doctor could literally tell them to walk off a bridge, and they're just like sure. You know, they just they they believe they're being kept alive by doctors. In many cases, they are only because there's it's kind of a weird cyclical thing where it's like sometimes doctors might have caused your issues, dude. Or maybe that weird Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, or whatever. I said the days wrong, but you know the the uh, the uh, pillbox with all the days. Maybe that pillbox isn't quite as good as you think it is. Um, but they will they don't want to hear that. So what happened with my do- with my grandfather was that he had this tumor they they said this is a, you have a tumor on your spine that's why you don't feel so good right you don't feel so good you have ner- nerve pain everywhere it's a tumor in your spine it's affecting your neurological system um it's going to be really hard to get to and we're not sure we can even do surgery so okay losing his mind right he's calling me blubbering on the phone crying like i'm hey bud this might be the last time we talk i'm i'm freaking out you know i'm probably early 20s at this point and he says I, it goes all the way up. The doctor, this is crazy too. It's that even the doctors didn't even want to do the surgery because it's like you don't want your patient to die during surgery, you no, know, regardless of what kind of doctor you are. Like, you don't want that on your record, right? And uh, so a lot of doctors were like turning it down. They're like, I'm not doing it. So I finally got up to like the surgeon board of Arizona or whatever. I, I, I think it was the state board. I, I don't know the, the terms. Finally, one doctor was like, let me see. Everybody was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, like really kind of weird, like eagerly. One doctor looks at it, his x-ray and stuff and looks and he goes, you have Glane Barr syndrome. He's like, it's clearly what this is. He goes, that's that's nothing on your spine, by the way. And because he was there was a decent chance he wasn't going to survive the surgery, like quite a bit. Now, like, you have Glane Barr syndrome. Now, if you know anything about Glane Barr syndrome, I think it's Glane Barr. I, I, I might be saying it wrong, but it's like literally just a vaccine side effect. I'm sorry. 
Like it's it's clearly the it's the number one side effect of the flu shot. Besides the flu, by the way, that's the other side effect of the flu shot is the flu. Um, so yeah, on flu this, shot. It's terrible. It's not but that he, effective. Sorry. Would, yeah, it's actually, and it's like kind of universally clowned, except for old. People. I know. Like, well, it's like get it. yeah. everyone knows it doesn't work, but. But guess what? He, my like, grandpa, got like almost multiple times a year it was a flu shot. No matter what, yeah. you know why? Because because where are old people constantly? The pharmacy. What's a sign that's in the pharmacy? Ask your doctor about the flu shot. Okay, I'm gonna ask my doctor about the flu shot. Well, hey, I'm sure if he has yeah, if he yeah. has a lot of doctor's appointments, they're trying to all that stuff, right? So the doctor's sending him to the pharmacy. The pharmacy's got the signs. The sign says, "Ask your doctor." Okay, I love my doctor. I ask my doctor. Whatever. The order of operations aside, he goes and gets all these flu shots all the time. He doesn't know, and probably will never know. And if I said it, he would call me insane. That the reason that he's probably feeling that way is because of the flu shot. It probably wouldn't even help him at this point, honestly. Because what do you do, right? Um, but this is the kind of thing where it's just like, look, if you go to your doctor, that's fine, right? Use your doctor as a reference. Um, don't just go out and inject everything in your body. Like, please just don't like, like I, like the flu can, can tear up old people. I'm not saying it can't like, I'm not saying you got to do that, but the flu shot doesn't work. So it's like this, this thing, like it creates this monster to where like, if that doctor didn't look at his chart. And just be like, oh, yeah, no, this is that. They would have hacked into him and he might not have been here. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is that people do rely on their doctors. So that's why it sucks that yeah, um, they can get, I don't want to say misled, but um, sometimes they can get substandard care because doctors don't know and... Um, then the patient won't know, right? So, I, but the patient needs the doctor. As yeah. Old people do rely on doctors. So, oh my gosh, they go um, so, they go like every day. <laughs> it's so weird. They're just like, I'm just going to the doctor to see what's happening. You're like, what? <laughs> like, why? Are you, are you in pain? They're like, no, but I'm old. You're just like, if you're relying on your doctor to survive and your doctor says to get the flu shot, then obviously yeah. you're going to get the flu shot. And me, I don't know. I don't know if, um, I don't know what the conditions that someone might be in that might actually be negative for the flu shot, but I assume doctors probably are universally recommending flu shot for people above a certain age, um, and not necessarily thinking about what different individual factors might be. And if you'll never have a, if you'll never have another doctor to determine that Ghislaine Barr syndrome came from that there's no reason to stop recommending the flu shot because another doctor will never rule that that's why it happened. So yeah. It's, just, I, it's, it's a weird, it's a, it's the, it's just a horrible cycle. I think it's really easy to see also why um, <clears throat> it's hard for doctors to, I mean, I think once they see it, um, I mean, I think a lot of the people who have been the strongest advocates around vaccine safety for the COVID vaccines have been doctors because once mm -hmm. they see it, they feel an ethical duty to say something. But I think until they see it, it's very easy for them to be in a lot of denial because um, that would mean that their profession has harmed people. So I think anything harmful that comes up that's 
a medical intervention that was not good or um, was caused more harm than good, doctors might have a lot of resistance to, to recognizing that because it's too painful to believe that they did something that was the opposite of what they were supposed to do. And I only say that because that's how teachers were, because that's Dang. exactly what happened with schools, even though it was so obvious that what was happening was harming kids. I think a lot of people in the profession were able to stay in denial about it for a really, really long time and are still in denial about it because it would just be too earth shattering to really accept what the profession had done. Um, so I just assume it's the same for doctors. I mean, that's why they didn't want to wash their hands yeah. when delivering babies because they were offended by the idea that they were killing women in childbirth. Right. You'd have to admit all past mistakes. It's like a restaurant yeah. that has a rat problem. It's like, you want to be the one that says something like in the restaurant, you know? Like, yeah. you, like it's like oh so you've been serving like my this restaurant i've been going to for 10 years has just had rats crawling in the back you know like it's or all these things it's it's these it's these uh it, it's everybody going along with it and it like i forget who i think maybe i forget what podcast we were on we were on something where i just remember saying like i don't want to call this like fascism or anything but just a lot of things bad things let's just say bad things when a, when ba a lot of bad things happen because it's never it's not as theatrical as people want to say where it's just bad thing slams down like a gavel and it happens it's just a lot of people kind of it's just this slow almost bureaucratic process to where it just kind of just gets ushered in you know yeah and and it's mostly just from people going like eh, it sounds like bullshit but what am i gonna do you know like it's a lot of that and um not everyone is capable of being a martyr but um respect the martyrs when they're first telling you is all i'm gonna say that's 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 all i can say like just don't don't try to memory hold them later don't try to wait till it's safe don't wait till uh, a bunch of kids until you see new york city bus signs that say hey actually it's normal for kids to have strokes and um heart attacks like and heart problems <laughs> like actually like that can happen so ask your doctor how we can fix that again <laughs> pharmaceutical and medical solutions for medical and pharmaceutical problems um it's a problem that is allowed to correct itself with out any really i mean yeah you'll you'll get things like the sackler family you know that'll pay and and things like that but most of the time it's like a private company or a family or like a weird billionaire family that like could get like hit with a fine or something like um it's uh that's why what i say is i i, I just I, i'll end i'll end with this i found this quote from uh from michael Crichton. uh i i gosh let me see uh he says uh when I get sick, I go to my doctor, like everyone else. The doctor has powerful tools that may help me. Hey, those tools might even hurt me, make me worse. I got to decide. It's my life. It's my responsibility. I love that quote. I think it's great. Yeah. Right? I just, I like, and to me, like, you know, as much as, as, as much as I've been kind of thinking about, like, as far as, like, cancer, like, been watching stuff on cancer lately, it's like, man, I wish I could have, could have talked to him, man. Could have shown him some dietary stuff to help him with that lymphoma, man. You know, like, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just like, even that, you know, even he, even he, you know, still had that reliance on that, even as being as good and, and as he was like, there's I'm not saying just completely disregard the medical industry, but, you know, um, doing and just being constantly reactive to problems that happen rather than trying to get to the root 
of why you're feeling a certain way also just holistically that's the uh foundation of like homeopathic and holistic care i should say is just like just try to try to give yourself a better baseline of health you know um with with certain things so um i will say uh this is the sixth time alex has been on this show is this though i thought it was like the the fourth time so you said that you said that last time so it's now it's every time for me is the fourth time yeah well yeah because you know it's just it's just it's happened i just it's happened six times i don't know what to say yeah we've been doing this for like you've been it's been two years since the first time you come on here it's insane yeah like i remember just thinking like ah man like what uh, the last thing we haven't really covered is schools well, let's see i love this piece i just read let's get see if she wants to come on you know and then here we are you know later yeah. just, just uh bitter and mad about <laughs> about the way that all this time i don't care i whatever like i'm sorry like i'm tired of kid gloves with all these stuff man it's so annoying like how you have to like kind of just like tuck your like kind of like yeah yeah you're right like it's it's it doesn't stop transmission you're right it we just found that out right now like that's how you're supposed to treat all this stuff so um anyways uh alex everybody knows where to find alex (laughs) at galaxy brain um read her stuff you you, uh latest is in tablet but you also still contribute to compact is that correct um yeah but i i haven't in a long time but you can find me tablet mostly tablet mostly um check that out and um maybe for her fourth time she'll come back so uh we'll see (laughs) so uh all right guys everybody have a safe week thanks thanks bye thanks for having me